two, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. This is your girl, Adina. And we are here with our second offering of the Liberated Pussy Podcast. I am going to be speaking with my sister in spirit, Monique Ruffin, all the way from L.A. I'm going to invite her right now. So, we back. <laughs> we back, we back. And I got my fan. There she is. How are you doing, everybody? <laughs> we are doing fantastic. You know, we get this technology together and we coordinate together. <laughs> I was telling you so much. Of course. All right. Of course. I was telling them about our orange today, our sacral chakra color, our color of the negotiator. And I even got a fan with some orange nice. in it. Yes. Nice, nice, she looks nice. gorgeous. Darling, darling, darling. Thank you. You look beautiful also. I am Thank very you. grateful to be here with you. Um, yes. So what's going on? What what we what are we starting with? We are gonna start with the astrology because you are the moon mama. If y'all don't know, Monique is an amazing astrology, talented, gifted, well studied, and backed by the power of ancestor, okay? Yes. And almighty God goddess yes. him herself. Yes. So yes. tell us what the universe is doing so that we can be in accordance with that. Okay, this, this is so beautiful. Thank you for this. So um, today is a Venus day and Venus is currently um, retrograde in Leo at the, it's like at the 20th degree of Leo. So this Venus retrograde energy is really inviting us into deep radical self-love. Mm -hmm. It's in, it's giving us the invitation to truly um, see the places where we abandon ourselves for something external. And, mm. you know, I, I always like to try to explain, I talk about the astrology, but then I like to talk about my own personal experience of it so people can understand how practical astrology mm -hmm. is, right? Mm -hmm. So right now, if you have relationships, right? And it's not about, like, we think of relationships and we think of, you know, romance or if somebody is good to us or not, or how, um, you know, we have these cultural narratives around the way relationships are meant to work. And that is not true so what happens mm -hmm. what venus does is venus creates expectation of the mm -hmm. external Gosh, venus, because venus is the mirror venus is the reflection oshun right the mm -hmm. love it's, and so what happens is for for most of our lifetimes i'll talk about myself i have even though at the deepest level i know that love does not come from outside of me because of all of the conditioning and the music and the stories and the romantic notions, I have had a internal desire for somebody outside of me to validate my sense of love, mm. my sense of belonging, my value, right? Mm -hmm. It's because the movie, it's, you know, and it's also ancestral because of the timing and all that sort of stuff. But so this Venus in Leo is asking us to, to look at the places where you have externalized expectations for love. Where you 
have been waiting for somebody else to give you something that no one else can give you. And then we have Mars and Virgo. So Mars and Virgo is, um, Mars and Virgo is really the cleanup crew is mm. what it is. Virgo is about getting things in order. And Mars and Virgo says, get your shit in line. Like really? Mm -hmm. And so Mars is in Virgo and it's in an in conjunct with Chiron and Aries. Mm -hmm. So it is saying the places where you have abandoned yourself, get see it so that you can take full responsibility for the pain, right? So this is a painful transit. This and when I say painful, that's different for every person, mm -hmm. right? That's it's uncomfortable. Let's say it that way. Some okay. people could be really going through breakups where the relationships are showing how people had unspoken expectations. Some people can really be going through health challenges mm -hmm. because you abandon yourself and you haven't been eating correctly or taking care of your body. And so now it's, it's time to pay up. It's like, all right, mm -hmm. come on now. So that's really, we're in this pay up time. We're in this time mm -hmm where the dues are coming the the payment is coming due coming due the payment <laughs> is coming due and so what's what what's there is who you uh, is what the behavior that you have been the internal the energies that you have been driving yourself by and mm -hmm. um, and that is asking us to feel that pain cuz venus is about feeling it so feel that discomfort be truthful with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like tell yourself the truth about I should, it. I say, look, I got to put some bell on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> and it's such an interesting thing because I can see in my life where I can just be like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But sometimes little things like, like I'm noticing for me, staying in touch with people who I don't have um integrity inte relationships that are integrity like staying mm -hmm. in touch with relationships that really didn't suit me mm -hmm. um staying connected in places that really didn't give me that didn't meet me with who i was but mm -hmm. so like where is it in me that i that i like to play small or that i like mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. treat it like i'm unworthy or mm -hmm. like i don't deserve where am i doing that to myself Right? Mm. So, so this is the work of this transit that's happening and um the sun is in leo and so it's go back to your childhood mm -hmm. because the sun is in leo this started in your childhood these patterns mm -hmm. began in your childhood mm -hmm. and they started with little really simple things like you know mm -hmm. you could be a little girl and like, I remember one time my mother made a comment that a little girl was pretty and maybe I was four or so. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked at the little girl and I remember she, I can remember today, plain as, plain mm -hmm. as day, right? Mm -hmm. She was light skinned. She had very dark hair that was pulled back in ponytails. And she, and I looked at her and was like, well, what about her is pretty? Right. And realized that that wasn't me. Yeah. And my yeah. mother, right? So that, mm -hmm. so that, it, that experience right there mm -hmm. gave me some information about me and mm -hmm. my mother that created mm -hmm. a lifetime struggle mm -hmm. inside of my, of me abandoning myself and thinking it's out there and somebody else. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. go back to your childhood to see.
where these things are coming up. So anyway, so that's the astrology. Thank you. It's so resonant with our conversation this morning and so resonant with what we're talking about, the liberated pussy or liberated yoni or however folks want to say it. Yeah. Um, those images, those memories yeah. that are still, unless we uproot them and plant them, you know, uproot them and discard them rather than plant right. them, they're already planted. Yeah. We need to take the roots, take it out by the root and recognize, you know, it, it's not it's not serving. Like you said, it's no longer serving. Yes. It served you to get to the point of noticing that pretty is not like a one, a one size fits all. Yes. Know? That's pretty right. has been packaged to us. Like Barbie, the whole Barbie thing right now, yeah. the, the homogenisticness of what pretty is or isn't. But we know that pretty is how we all decide to define it. But that is hard for a little girl. I'm hugging little Monique right now. Pretty little Monique. I'm hugging her. Yeah, my booty is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so mm -hmm. much. I really mm -hmm. deeply appreciate that. And and you're right. You know, we have been given these definitions and these ideas mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. what what beauty is, mm -hmm. what love is, mm -hmm. what wealth is, mm -hmm. all of these ideas all that, that we take on mm -hmm. and this astrology is saying, let's redefine that, let's recode ourselves. And so that's why I'm really grateful that we're in this conversation as we prepare for the the um as we prepare for the course that you're gonna be teaching on the womb work mm -hmm. because it's it is what I have discovered and I think you would agree with this is that the work is real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so real so real the it's internal, internal real. but you see the external happen you see the effects of your internal work it is so real so I, we've been taught that what is internal is not really real it's not reality like people say that all the time i'm in reality it's like well, what the hell is that because we know we create reality that's right so if we create it how do we create it and that's the internal work the beautiful uh, video that both you and i posted of the Montgomery um, thing. I know everybody knows, has by this time knows about the right. thing that happened in Montgomery, Alabama last week. But to have 32 black women do a ritual at the water two hours before that event happened, that's real. That's real. The, the vibration was set for unity. The vibration was set for a different way of that manifesting. Yeah. And around the world, melanated people for the most part, we're cheering that. It's like, yes, we stuck together. We came in, we came in unity for this brother. We're not gonna let this be an Eric Garner, any of those kinds of another name on a t-shirt. Yeah. We're like, no. Yes. So yeah. the, the internal work happened at that spot before that trigger happened. Mm -hmm. And that just gives me chills. Yes. It, it gives me chills. It is such a powerful thing when mm -hmm. we begin to to realize mm -hmm. how powerful we really are. Yes, like, you know, that 32 women can go and do a ritual and the video said they sort of been in practice for a while and that was the end mm -hmm. of their ritual. Mm -hmm. And at the end of their ritual, then this thing happens. And so it's important for us to realize that our thoughts are really real mm -hmm. our words do cut through the reality mm -hmm. 
you know, our bodies, we have to live in them because the magic and the power that we need to be here on the system in this planet is through our bodies, right? And so it's just a profound time to be alive. It is so profound. So um, I, I wanted today for us, what were, what were some of the things, girl? I we were talking about radical self-love. So y'all, me and Monique are sisters. We talk every week almost every day sometimes depending on what's going on but radical self-love is what we said we wanted to talk about at least start the conversation there and what is that what is self-love what does it mean to radically love yourself what does that mean how can we embody that yes absolutely whoo it just it might it, it takes my breath away a little bit because you know love is I have always, mm -mm. when I was young, I believed that love, like I was saying earlier, was something that was externalized, mm -hmm. was something that I had to get from another person. Mm -hmm. And when I, I remember when I started doing the work of self-love, I can say today what I couldn't, what I didn't really know then, but I could feel it, was mm -hmm. that I almost was angry that I had to be the one to love myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why can't they do it? Why can't they love me? Right, right, right. Yeah. And and the years of work have shown me that that anger came from having an abandonment experience with my mother. Mm -hmm. Because we, as human beings, we need connection and community. Mm -hmm. We need that in mm -hmm. order to be healthy. We really do. Mm -hmm. So not bonding with my mother early on created a a depth a depth a deep hole inside mm -hmm. of me that had me really yearning for love from this external thing but the thing is it occurred like my mother really wasn't external she was just an extension of me right mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. mother is just an extension of you so because that aspect of me wasn't loving me because she wasn't loving herself, I yearned for something like when you're like if you don't have enough vitamin D, your body will say you need this vitamin D, right? And I didn't mean to say vitamin D, but you know what I mean. I mean <laughs> All of it, Both right, right. y'all, <laughs> right? Vitamin um, D. That's right. That's right. So, so the there is a deep feeling of abandonment mm -hmm. that. I was resentful for, I was, I didn't feel like I was the one that had to be responsible for feeling that because in, in the, in the right world, so to say, the mother would bond with, a, and you wouldn't right. have that leftover feeling, right? Right. So when I started to realize that, oh, fuck, I got to love myself. Shame. I got, so for a long time, I, I didn't even know, like now I can see that. I was just playing at it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I was still doing the thing, hoping I was going to find somebody else mm -hmm. and playing at this thing. And I am grateful that there's like, even though I wasn't really taking it seriously, it was still what I was doing. And I'm mm -hmm. grateful for that mm -hmm. because sooner or later I got to a place where I realized, oh, this is real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My mother is never going to be able to come and give me the love that I want. Mm -hmm. Nobody is ever going to get, like, I had to really realize that so that I could begin to take my self-love practices seriously. Yes. 
I, I feel sad a little bit when you say my mother was never going to be able to love me. Like, I feel sad for little Monique because that is a kind of a startling feeling because as a baby and as a mother myself, like you say, you feel like your mother is supposed to love you. Yeah, I can relate with your abandonment piece, not for my mother, because my mother was there and she did give me that. But I had when my parents divorced, I, I felt that with my father. So I understand, I deeply understand that feeling and how that resonates even as an adult, unless you uproot it and heal it. And that's what we're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. So this the self-love piece, thank you for that, Adina. The self-love piece is a real profound practice of being curious about who mm -hmm. you are oh, and, and what your needs are oh, and then making it your business mm -hmm. and responsibility to get your needs met that's what makes it radical church ladies and say Ashe. <laughs> and the other thing that makes it radical is that you don't let anything get in the way mm -hmm. of what you need to have to feel loved. You're not gonna abandon yourself because somebody else says that looks funny or why are you mm -hmm. doing that? Or you're too much or you mm -hmm. whatever it is mm -hmm. you need, whatever yeah. it is you need, yeah. it is your, your responsibility mm -hmm. and you must fulfill it. That's, so that's a scary thing, Monique. Huh? I think that's scary for women in particular because we have been taught that everything comes externally and especially through the masculine like they will take care of you they will love you they will give you this they will do you if you do this they'll do that i had a conversation with someone yesterday that really was profoundly deeper for me than what they were saying but this i'll give you the gist without getting too deep into it but it was what i got from it does anyone own all of your yeses does it if somebody gives you three thousand dollars a month does that mean you always say yes mm -hmm. to them i don't think so like it, it if if it's a gift so what i said is someone gave and they were when it's not me they were talking about someone else and the so it was a husband and wife the husband gives the wife three thousand dollars a month but she said no to him on something and then that created a big thing i'm like she has a right to say no it well you know well, that's not love. It's like it's no doesn't equate not love. It just is no. And, and no could be a vent. So and that's what I was thinking today. If you understand a venting person, because if you're thinking the husband's just giving and he's giving and he's giving and she said no, then then fuck it then. You know, you don't really love me. That I was like, no, that's not it. Maybe get curious about why would this person be at a no right now instead of also venting now you got two people venting so yeah. she's venting in a no because something else is going on and maybe all she can say is no in that moment yeah. rather than saying what's behind the no it's yeah. this is emotional intelligence yeah. and then yeah. relationship intelligence to understand that are you going to make this situation better or are you going to make it worse by what the actions that follow the no can yeah. you own somebody's no you can own the yes mm -hmm. yes and no, they're on the same continuum. People get to say no. It doesn't matter. And if you're giving, because I said, okay, so was the is the money? Is she an employee? 
is she required to do is it are you paying for yes is that what it is or is that like i don't necessarily see the connection between well he gives her this so she should never say i was like no people get to stand like you just right. said in right. whatever their authentic is for that moment even if you can't see it maybe you don't have the capacity to see what's going on but you could get curious yes you could you could be loving in that moment because love we know transforms yes. transforms well and that's the and that sounds like an opportunity of deep transformation. I share. It's this this thing about, um, you know, being sovereign mm -hmm. and and owning yourself. Like we've been conditioned in a culture that says we belong to other people. Right. It's a right. part of our indoctrination. Right. So it is not uncommon for husbands mm -hmm. to believe through our enculturation mm -hmm. that they own their wives they at the subconscious level. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. that's, and here's why that stuff shows up because mm -hmm. that is the intent in the marriage license, mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. state sanctioned marriage that women are property. Mm -hmm. So even if they don't say it, Mm -hmm. at the when it was started we have to understand that energy is real you all yeah. this you cannot just because something isn't seen or mm -hmm. just because something is you have to go back to the original intent what mm -hmm. was really going on mm -hmm. and we we like to think like oh that's not what's happening no people are signing up for things being unconscious mm -hmm. of what they're doing mm -hmm. and so what we're doing is we're giving our energy to a person right. Like, right. like I, I'm all for people doing whatever they want. I just think it's mm -hmm. important for when you're, when you're signing these contracts and doing these relationship things, create your own contract. Mm -hmm. Don't just go into the environment that was created for you and mm -hmm. agree to that because then that is what you will get. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. You know, so, so it's very, very Oh, no, you finished. So you it's, said it's, it's very, it's very important for us to understand that energy is real. Our mm -hmm. life force, our our sense of self, all those are those are um, inherited rights. Mm -hmm. Like you, you inherited your sense of self from the divine, and like I said, you are responsible for it. So. Mm -hmm. You know, does anybody own your no? Well, we own our own no. And mm -hmm. the thing Unless is you that sell it to them. Are you selling it to them for the house and the trips and the this? Or right. is that what you're doing? Because many times us as women, we do that. And I'll say that for those who don't know me. I am a married woman. I've been married for 27 years. So I'm coming from it from a really um, open understanding of what, what it is to be in a quote-unquote contract and how you can revise it over time which right. is what we have done so um but are you selling yourself right. are you and this is a question for you to ask yourself because if you can't say no what does that mean if, if it's going to be a thing well here's the thing is you know in the conversation around radical self-love mm -hmm. it's 
I mean, this is so many of us have sold ourselves. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Hey, because hey. that is the that is the nature of what we are involved in in this mm -hmm. country. Mm -hmm. It requires that you allow that you are a predator, that other mm -hmm. people and predator is not a negative. You know, like a wolf is a predator. Mm -hmm. right. Everything has its natural state, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, and, mm -hmm. and and wolves have a they have power in the economic, not the economic, the ec, the eco ecological balance right. of right. our reality, right? So when mm -hmm. we understand the archetypal energies and the agreements, the, the problem is that we have just been asleep. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's important for us to take responsibility. I know for years I had a voice in my head that really believed that somebody did something to me. Mm -hmm. And because I know now that I create my life and I have always, that is the nature of this reality. Mm -hmm. We are always in creation mode. You mm -hmm. cannot change that. Mm -hmm. So because I create my life, even if I don't believe it or think it, it's like we have to follow the thing that feels like it's going to lead us to freedom mm -hmm. and you're never going to mm -hmm. find that through another person oh i say wow that's powerful that's a lot to ponder right there yeah. it, <laughs> and, it and just doesn't work that way we right? have been groomed for this process yes. but as we start to wake up like you say you got to wake up and you start standing on your square and really being present in the present moment and you said this in the beginning really coming to understand what it is you need what it is you need we recognize that money is necessary for how things function in this 3d reality here on earth that's how it's set up right now so there is a that is a piece but what will you do for this money and how does that affect your place of radical self-love? It doesn't mean that you don't love other, but you love other as you love yourself. So if you're, if you're really loving you, then you can really love another. Yes. So, um, so I'm present with that. Um, I'm present with that. Mm. Thank you for that. I, <laughs> I really appreciate that because on a Venus day, Venus rules money. Mm. And, you know, it's... Venus rules money and everybody loves Venus because Venus is money, Venus is love, <laughs> Venus is relationship. Honey. But that's honey. That's right. But Venus in the negative, like nobody talks about Venus in the negative. Oh the, wow. Yeah. The ways that we sell ourselves out, right? Mm -hmm. Like people like, I don't just want I don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I, there was a time in my life I would come into I came into an experience in a relationship. And the relationship was feeling really bad, but mm -hmm. I was so afraid of what it was going to mean to be alone. Mm -hmm. I was so afraid of the 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 untethering process. The so it was stigma of it even was it, were you even thinking of the stigma? Like, what would people say? Was that a part of that? Could have been a part of it, but more than that, it was like. I'm going to have to peel this relationship off of me. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, afraid of the pain of that. Okay. Right. Because mm -hmm. I had meshed myself so much. Okay. I had so told myself. I, I had, understand. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I was in this relationship. When I first started the relationship, I remember at the time 
I used to didn't watch TV and the person mm -hmm. was a big television watcher mm -hmm. and they basically manip I allowed myself to be manipulated into watching television because mm -hmm. I wanted to be with them. So I mm -hmm. abandoned my own rule for myself mm -hmm. because this person had a demand in order for me to be in a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And and so I sold myself. Okay. I sold myself, right? Okay. So we're talking about, and so Venus, like the ways that we sell ourselves for the other, the ways that we abandon ourselves for the other. Like you said, are you for sale? Like if, if you're gonna go into like a marriage, like I remember there was a time when I was dating this man who was like a, a millionaire and which doesn't mean that much in this terms in the time now. But I remember him sort of saying to me, you know, well come and be with me. Cause basically I have this lifestyle and if you're with me, you get this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I said to him, I will have to abandon myself to have mm -hmm. that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I will have to abandon the journey I'm on. And he was like, let's go to Brazil. Let's go to, mm -hmm. and I wanted all of that stuff, but I mm -hmm. didn't want to abandon the core of who I am mm -hmm. to be in a relationship. Like I knew I had work to do and I knew I wouldn't be able to do it in that. I would just be delaying it. Yeah. And so. I said no, and it's, and I, I just, I'm just saying all this to ask us to consider where are the ways that we abandon ourselves because there's abandonment and then there's sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you could sacrifice for a relationship mm -hmm. because sacrifice makes things sacred. That's what sacrifice mm -hmm. is. It's mm -hmm. going to make the experience sacred, but when you abandon yourself, mm -hmm. then you create this negative Venetian energy mm. that becomes addictions, mm -hmm. codependence, mm -hmm. neediness, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. that's what happens when Venus goes in the negative. How many times mm -hmm. have you been in a relationship with, have you or not, have any women here ever been in a relationship with somebody where the sex was so good but the relationship was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people have experienced that, you know, yes, right. have experienced that. And then you, you know, you have to decide like, do you want this crazy, but it's lessons there. Cause again, right. we know we create our lives. So right. get the lesson of whatever that is, but don't let it be a place of you putting yourself on the shelf. There's some folks who go through those funky situations like they need maybe something to shock them yes. into their awakening. I remember one time I was I was in DC and I was at a light and I was the light was by a liquor store and this man was kicking this woman's butt. I mean it was I'm at the light and I was just so you know me big hearted like oh my god you know like yeah. oh I I drove up to where they were and I flung my car door open and I said get in and she get <laughs> It's in my car. What the hell am I doing? Right? She gets in my car. And I and I drive around the corner with her. And I'm like, you know, like, where do you want me to take you? And she was just like, I don't know, because she's still in she's still in the vent. Yeah. And I'm but I didn't know again, I didn't know what I was yeah. doing. So I take her back to where I had come from, which was a hair salon. And what I knew as I listened to her is that she was going back. That's yeah. what I knew. I was like, she 
she is not ready. I can't rescue her. Like you say, it's yeah. her work to do, mm -hmm. you know, but I want her to know somebody cares, even though yeah. I don't know you, I can't take you home with me. Like, what the hell am I doing? I, but in the moment, just sisterhood is what flung that car door open. Yeah. But what struck me in my heart when we were talking, is like, she, she not done with this yet. Yeah. She not done with this yeah you know he had called her we're in the shop she fussing with him on the phone I'm like yeah. oh my god so should i take you back to the liquor store like, right <laughs> right back? that's right i don't remember where i took her that night but it just i i knew that she wasn't she wasn't done with that fight yeah so that's right yeah and so that is the thing that mm -hmm. we that you what i hear you saying is that you get to learn these lessons right and that mm -hmm. is the only way mm -hmm out of it mm -hmm. is to get the lesson of it yeah yeah and whoo, getting the lesson of it is really it's like mm -hmm. it'll propel you into another dimension mm -hmm. where you're still working with the energy mm -hmm. but you're you have another perspective yeah. so then the energy gets spun into gold mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm in my own own kind of experience like that right now mm -hmm. as I am really um, learning some learning how how I, I hold on too long mm -hmm. um, and I my life has been a life of like I remember my grandmother used to say you one of those people that's gonna have to experience it for yourself can't nobody tell mm -hmm. you <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can't nobody tell you don't nobody tell you yeah yeah <laughs> if you can't, can't learn from counsel then surely experience would be your teacher that's and right because we, we're so all god and goddesses so hey either way you're gonna learn you're gonna get it you're gonna get it so i have learned by dating being in relationships with mm -hmm. people who didn't want me Mm. that's painful i'm hugging little i'm hugging little monique right now thank you i appreciate that you're such a cancer i love it i love it you're i love you, you i mama. want you <laughs> i love you thank you so much but yeah so i was in relationships where i wasn't wanted mm -hmm. because the relationship with my mother right mm -hmm. and so i have spent the last several years just clearing out Mm -hmm. everything and everybody so that I could mm -hmm. really get to the core of this thing mm -hmm. so that I could really break down what is going on like yeah. celibacy like really feel mm -hmm. because the thing that I have discovered is that you can't take it personal it's mm -hmm. really not about me I'm doing the work for the collective I, I'm should. doing the work for all black women that is the thing with Mars Mars and Virgo in an in conjunct with Chiron and Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer. So mm -hmm. the work that I do in my system mm -hmm. is nobody has nobody else has to do this. That's mm -hmm. what Jesus Christ did. Mm -hmm. That's the story of Jesus Christ. You hang on the cross and then nobody else has to hang on that cross. Mm -hmm. It's the cross that you bear, right? So this mm -hmm. is the cross that I bear. This cross of abandonment mm -hmm. and you know, so so the more I can really show up for myself and know that I don't have to take this personally. Mm -hmm. I don't have to suffer. Woe is me. Cause mm -hmm. it's not woe is me. It's you we are it. free. I said, <laughs> it's not woe is me. It's we are free. We are free. I'm doing it. I'm mm -hmm. doing this. You don't have to do it. 
Mm -hmm. energetically mm -hmm. you don't it's it's an energetic mm -hmm. this is my mm -hmm. energy to heal mm -hmm. to transmute mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. it's very important for us to be willing mm -hmm. to i agree yep i love and that then to do the rituals let's talk about ritual you you got let's yeah okay i want to tell you and i shared this with monique earlier today i did a detox yesterday beautiful purge detox mm -hmm. and if any of any folks on here have done these things it can be quite physically yucky you know because you're physically literally getting things out of your body that no longer serve but and what i know for sure is that everything on the physical has a metaphysical or an internal creation so what i did before my detox is that i did my morning ritual but i ritualized my detox and i told myself i am clearing all the ways i'm in disharmony with the masculine i'm clearing all the ways i'm in disharmony with the divine feminine so i can embrace my sister as god like as see her as myself i am clearing the ways that i hold on to anger or even racial tension and hate in my body because again our grandmothers were on that pier our grandmother's grandmother and we were in their womb at that time you know so i don't want to hold that anymore so as i'm detoxing i'm recognizing that i'm clearing things physically from my body but i'm also clearing it from my aura i'm clearing it from my consciousness i want to be god goddess i am god goddess and a goddess doesn't have to carry that stuff i created it for my ascension and i'm ready to ascend so yeah it was it took about eight hours this is one of the cleanses that dr sabi recommends and i was a little scared to do it after reading about people's um reactions and things but what you and i talked about this morning i know i am strong because i am a survivor i'm here yeah. and i could do this i have yeah. what it takes to move myself through this and i know that i'm clearing it for my bloodline i'm clearing it for my sisters i'm clearing it for my brothers i am the divine masculine and the divine feminine in divine harmony yeah. so i'm fresh off yes. of that <laughs> oh i love that i love that it's so interesting because first of all that detoxing and releasing out of the body i feel like that's the one place people get it wrong is that mm -hmm. they don't release we mm -hmm. care we're carrying so much let it go and it, that's and the sickness have, that's right and we have to let stuff go it is mm -hmm. so and you have to let it go through ritual Not you sure. can't you you can't just be like fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you can, but fuck you, that is a part of it. Like, but that's not the that, end of but it. But then you gotta do the ritual and be like, yes. thank you for that. <laughs> you know? Yes. Because mm -hmm. the ritual makes it sacred. The ritual yes. is how we create, we sacrifice. You sacrifice mm -hmm. the shadow. You sacrifice mm -hmm. the gunk. Mm -hmm. You sacrifice mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. the sacrificing of it, it makes it sacred. Mm -hmm. So then that experience mm -hmm. becomes mm -hmm. a part of your sacred power. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's just so profound how magical we are. Mm -hmm. And I just am in awe. And I'm also, mm -hmm. I've been really struggling a lot, mm -hmm. though. You know what I mean? Like these, mm -hmm. since the sun and Scorpio, mm -hmm. I have been in a really deep place of, like you said, 
um, transforming the relationship to the masculine. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think is so important that we understand is that the masculine is not just men. The masculine Mm -hmm. is our own internal, we have our own internal masculine energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We have this, the, the human body system is balanced. Masculine, mm-hmm. it's probably 51% feminine and 49% masculine. Mm-hmm. And how I mean is that internal, external thing. Mm-hmm. So there's this, mm-hmm. right? This is the yin and the yang. And mm-hmm. this has to happen constantly, right? Mm-hmm. If you eat something and you put it in your mouth, that's the feminine. When mm-hmm. it comes out of your your butthole, that's the masculine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this, you know what I mean? She just like, said the masculine was the butthole. <laughs> She don't mean it like that. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just talking about the process of coming in and going out. Right? I'm being silly. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, but I just want us to to see these energies and ideas around masculine and feminine as something that's deeply personal to us. Mm-hmm. That it's not mm-hmm. just a man, right? Mm-hmm. It's it really is something that is in our internal thing. Our mind is the masculine. Our sensory body is the feminine. Mm-hmm. And we have organs that are holding both masculine and feminine, you know, like the heart pumps the blood. That, that mm-hmm. is a masculine thing. And then mm-hmm. it sends the blood to everyone else. That is a feminine thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like There has to be harmony and it has right. to exist first within you so that you can create it outside. That's and if right. you're having all kinds of situations and sensations and disharmonies in your body, Go internal first, okay? The way modern medicine, and I say modern with parentheses around it because it's really archaic medicine is set up, really doesn't teach us to do that. that, And it doesn't teach us to listen deeply. We, you and me, have taken time to be quiet. And what we find in the subtleties are things we could never find in the loudness of being. Or at a doctor's office. Oh, gosh. There are things that go on with my body that now that I can just sit and ask and talk to my body, what do I need? What's going Mm -hmm. on? You know, Mm -hmm. like I I was telling you that I would hear the morning doves Mm -hmm. all the time. I'd be walking Mm -hmm. down the street and six morning doves would fly by me. And I'm like, huh? What is that? And then I go look up morning doves and it says grief. Wow. You're holding grief. You're Mm -hmm. holding on to sadness. Mm -hmm. Let go. Let go. Mm -hmm. Now you know what to let go of. And so that when you talk about that deep listening, the deep listening is not, it's Mm -hmm. to your body, but it is to the environment Mm -hmm. around you because the universe around you, Mm -hmm. the world around you is your universe. And it is constantly sending Mm -hmm. you messages Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. symbolism to understand. This is as women, how we need to really function in the earth. Like this is, that's the wisdom like the universe is talking to me you know when i walk outside the wind blows to give me a message like Mm -hmm. what is it that i need to hear Mm -hmm. what is it and listening to the body talking to the breast talking Mm -hmm. to the feet right because Mm -hmm. all of these energies in our bodies are connected your hands are gemini your Mm -hmm. feet are pisces your kidneys are libra so everything is connected Mm -hmm in these really intimate ways that we just haven't been taught. Mm -hmm. So the deep listening will lead 
you to things that you wouldn't even think that you would find. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful. Really that's is. so beautiful. <laughs> I'm happy. One it's thing. Go ahead. Oh, you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Uh, you sent me a clip yesterday. Uh, it was a clip of Audrey Lord. Last time we talked, we talked about Audrey Lord. Um, you know, quote unquote feminist. I don't really resonate with that feminist word. And she coined the phrase womanist, which was, and I read the, I had to read the definition of what she defined womanist to be. But it was feminist, but it was more, more from an african-american woman's perspective because some of the feminine you know some of these terms don't necessarily resonate and i don't like i said resonate with feminists per se i'm a humanist you yeah. know because yeah. we got the divine masculine and divine feminine in order but this um, clip was talking about eroticism versus pornography and understanding like our innate sensuality and how that is a sensation and a power that should pervade our entire existence. And if if any of you are familiar with Audre Lorde, you know, you can check out different clips of read any of her books. It was a very powerful, and th I think she wrote this thing like in the 70s too. Yes, you know, she's speaking exactly. this way in the 70s. Right. And it was very, very um, powerful. So what are your thoughts on that? What do you well, think about that? I, I The reason I, I, I love it because she, it's, you know, our, the title of our podcast is Liberated Pussy. And the thing that I aspire to for myself is to be free in my body mm -hmm. and to not feel owned by behaviors or ideas or systems that are not in alignment with my own evolution and healing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, my desire is to fully own and embody myself mm -hmm. and that means that I, I i'm free right so i'm not holding ideas of like marriage and monogamy for me right that doesn't mm -hmm. feel like freedom to me mm -hmm. i you know i know that i've had experiences where people get into relationships and, and there's a requirement that you have to let go of all your male friends mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. i i want to create my own rules and laws for how mm -hmm. I function. Mm -hmm. And and as I have been doing that for the last several years, what I have discovered is that my erotic nature has been blocked. Mm -hmm. And it's been blocked by a belief that my eroticism is connected to men. Right, right. That it's connected to something outside of mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and and so because of that i have not owned my sensual nature mm -hmm. i have not owned my erotic nature and mm -hmm. that is your creative power Ashe. it's not just that Ashe. it's so much more than sex it's how you move through the world it's your venus oshun energy that's right it's your gift yeah that's right, that's right. Um, go ahead no no go what I was going to say is what helped me a lot, I would say, in the last maybe 20 years. Mm -hmm. I've been a dancer my whole life. You know that. But in the last 20 years, I've been journeying through belly dance. Mm -hmm. And belly dance really opened me up to my sensuality with just me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. And, and our teacher taught us that. She said, you know, this dance was done historically in groups of women. 
you know, the shoulders, mm -hmm. the, the booby bouncing, the booty, the, the sensual winding. It mimics the way we bring children into the world, how we get children into our bodies, mm -hmm. how we bring them into the world, but just having fun playing in your body, enjoying each piece of it just as it is right now. It doesn't have to be like, like women and, and in our society, you think, well, I got to work out first before I do this. It's like, no, we've always said, come as you are and play as you are, even as you're recreating and reshaping your body and you're shifting your body with your mind. So for me, that journey or this journey, because I'm still in the belly dance journey, helped me to really own my sensuality and knowing that it wasn't necessarily about men. Now, they can, of course, enjoy it and enjoy the goddess that I've created because I have connected with that. But it wasn't about that. It was about connecting deeply right. to my inner goddess. And I'm blessed to be able to continue that journey and hopefully help women come home to their eroticism and sensuality right at home seated in their own divine sacred womb and share it with the world so our teacher would say that's not what it's for you know to seduce a man it's a fringe benefit yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> That's right. But that's not necessarily what it's for. We know it's our seat of power. We know it's our seat of creation. What do you want to create, goddesses? Yeah. What do you want to create when you have joy coming up from your womb and, and joy flowing out of your yoni and joy in your breasts? You're not creating dis-ease. Yeah. You're, creating, you're creating this. Yes. That's, that's mm -hmm. such a powerful thing around this energy that emanates from us. Mm -hmm. And we have been given so many narratives to be ashamed about it. I remember when I was in the Christian church, you know, it was mm -hmm. always like, cover up your knees. The lady, the women sitting mm -hmm. on the front row have to cover up. Why? Because they the got the little handkerchief. Up, right. Because the pastor's <laughs> looking up your skirt. Why? Because the pussy is up there. And here's the thing. Pussy is a magnet. You, it's undeniable. Pussy is a magnet. And mm -hmm. the energy is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. The energy of the feminine, the eroticism is a magnet. Mm -hmm. And and so we have been told to tamp it down, we put have. it away. You can't have that. That's too much. And now there's this huge shift to like redefine womanhood so mm -hmm. that we get further and further away from the yeah. core, the seeds yeah. that make us who we are. So to what you just said, put it away, but then pull it out in like, a pornographic way which again makes it not necessarily for you it's a tool for someone else to use when they want but when you're a sensual or erotic it's for you first and whoever you decide to bless with that right. yumminess that just flows because that's just who you are when you put it away it's a way for everybody it's a way for you it's a way for your mate because you packed it up but when that's you right. unpack it joy flows yes Oh, yes. <laughs> that's what that's what I got from Audre Lorde. That's what she was saying initially. Yeah, yeah. Now I thought it was interesting that she was, you know, a big um lesbian. Yeah. You know, that was a whole piece and that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. But you know, folks get to let it manifest however they, they want to. Like if that's their jam, that was her jam. Yeah. I I mean I think eroticism is genderless, honestly. I think so. You know what I mean? Like I really yeah. do. And I yeah. I I am not a woman who and at this day in my life, I'm not a woman who has sex with other women. That could change. I'm mm -hmm. not, because as I heal, who knows what will happen. But I do, mm -hmm. and I, here's what I am. I am a woman who is moved by all sorts of sensual sexual activity. Mm -hmm. And 
um, like bees turn me on. You know what I mean? Like flies. I, I the other day I was walking down the street and I saw two flies fucking in midair. It turned me on, right? You know what I mean? It's like midair thing is interesting, but explain. Okay, like y'all can do it and fly. That's that's pretty cool. I, know. I was like, how y'all doing that? Like, right? So it's so how I feel like eroticism is boundless. Mm -hmm. I feel like it doesn't. And that has been one of the things, oh, this is so great. Because of the way that I was raised in that Christian dogma, I would often, you know, as women, I know you guys understand this, you just feel sex all the time. Sometimes mm -hmm. sex is just on you. You just mm -hmm. can't, like, it's just, it's, or, or the energy, the erotic mm -hmm. energy is just mm -hmm. with you, right? But I would feel so uncomfortable with it because mm -hmm it feels so sexual and mm -hmm. I wasn't given the dialogue mm -hmm. or the inner, the understanding to work with it, to play mm -hmm. with it. To under, mm -hmm. it was, because what happens is, you know, when you're 14 or 15, men start smelling you, right? Men start, right? Do. And so don't be fast. Don't, mm -hmm. So then you got to put it away, put it away. And I didn't even know what being fast was. Like when I was being fast, what did that mean? Like what, what does that mean? Like, what am I doing that's quote unquote fast? You know, if I'm circling my hips, I'm gyrating my hips. So that's the problem. Like people will see little girls dancing and they're like, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. But we naturally do that. That's like you'll right. see a baby, that's you know, right. moving and that kind of thing. Yeah. And why are folks making it? Well, we know why they're making it wrong right. because they want to own it. They right. can't own it. If you're free to wind your hips at two, what that's you going right. to do at 16? That's right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, uh, and it's, it's very important as women and girls, even that all of us, that we begin to have conversations mm -hmm. about this yeah. without yes. the shame, yeah. without the yes. need to have it be about men, mm -hmm. without the need to understand this is your power. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that creates life. This is mm -hmm. the thing that you know, brings in the bees to the flowers. This mm -hmm. is it in your system, in your body. And if you can hold that and work with that, then you can create a universe. Based magic, on magic. Okay, magic. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So let's talk about the class that you're doing. Okay. Here. And so we can begin to, yeah. Give okay. So I am hosting a wonderful class with my goddess sister Monique called Goddess Technology. Goddess Technology, which is the technology that innately rests in us all. Some of it is sleeping, but we're here to wake it up, ladies. We are here to wake it up. So we are hosting a free class, a free introduction free class on Thursday, September 7th. And after that initial class, there will be uh, three consecutive Thursday classes. We'll start with talking about the divine feminine archetype and creating battery. What does that mean? Well, of course, you got to come to class to find out. We'll talk about divine union. How can we be in harmony with our divine masculine and our divine feminine? What does that look like? And then we'll get into that sacred womb and how we can charge her and uh, ignite the magic that we sit on, ladies. We're literally sitting on magic. Yes, we are. So if we're sitting on it, let's bring it up and out and use it for our benefit. Mm -hmm. We own our yes 
biases and we own our nose. We own ourselves. How can we be sovereign beings and see our sister as ourself? Greet that goddess. Look in her eyes. Love her as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. Greet that king. Greet that God and love him as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. This is what we're talking about. We're doing the sacred work that is very internal, but is so seen in the external. It is so real. If you don't know, you just don't know. But we are here to tell you and we're here to share and we're here to grow and heal together. So we start on September 7th at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe that's 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The sessions will be recorded. So if you aren't able to join us live, you can for sure catch the recordings. But we are doing the work to awaken each other, to awaken and to heal and to ignite. Sisters, it's time. It's time. There is no more time. This is it. This is it. This is it. Yes. Um, So I am really excited about that. And we are, you can go register for the first free class. Mm -hmm. The first class is free and we'll give you all the details. And then you, you decide if you're going to move forward or not. And you Mm -hmm. can go register in my link tree, which is in my bio, Mm -hmm. um, at Monique Ruffin here at Instagram and at Dina's as well. Where can they find it in your link? It's in my link tree as well and it's the top link it says goddess technology so just click there and you'll get the link to join that first introductory conversation it's a conscious conversation but it's a conversation guided toward bringing you back home to you yes which is is it's resonant and the thing that i find for me the thing that's most important is because if you are a woman like myself who has had to learn through difficult lessons in love whose life has been filled with one challenging relationship with the masculine, with a man after the other. And if you, like, I had to really take responsibility for that. I had to let go of stories that he did this or they did that or da da da. I had to really go in and do the deep work to get clear about what is it that, what's coming in on my end that's mm-hmm. generating that? Mm-hmm. Why is it? And, And this is the kind of work that helped me really get to the place where I could see myself, where I could Mm -hmm. see where I was generating experiences that landed in heartbreak or despair or depression or betrayal. I -hmm. was at the core of it, the way I was being with myself. Mm -hmm. And it has, it is the lesson that keeps on giving. So Mm -hmm. I encourage you all, if you, if you want to transform your relationship with the masculine, if you want to have deeper, honest, loving, sensual, connected relationships with the masculine, this work will help you get there through your connection to yourself. Mm-hmm. There is no other way to get to it. No other way. No other way. The ways they told us when we were little girls, it may take you 50, 60 years to do all of that stuff. They say, be a good girl, go to work for 40 years, get the watch. They don't even get watches no more. Um, do the marriage, have the kids. And many folks do all of that and find they're unhappy at the end of that because your happiness was never in that. It's an inside, it's an inside game. It's not in anybody else. It's not in your children. It's not in your work. It's not with your family relationships. Yeah. It's with you inside your eyes in the mirror with you yeah and once you have it there you can have it everywhere yes. but it's work like you said it's work it's some things we have to do 
to um, uncover that and to shed the cultural conditioning that has everybody on some bullshit, not just black women, black women in particular, yeah. but everyone, everyone, yes. everyone gets to the end of that fallacy and be like, man, this is some bull. <laughs> right. and, and it's just that way because we've been sold a bill of bullshit. Like mm -hmm. all the Cinderella, Snow White, mm -hmm. Happy Ever After, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. all of those things, mm -hmm. all literally deliberately conditioning a young girl mm -hmm. to think that her happiness is going to come from outside yeah. of her. And don't forget church. Church does oh, it too. Jesus, mm -hmm. are you kidding? Yes, Jesus, mm -hmm. absolutely. I'm wait I, church did it to me the most. Like that was the thing that mm -hmm. I was really like, I need Jesus to come. And I used to speak in tongues and all that. I mean, not that anything's mm -hmm. wrong with that. I mean, I, I've translated that stuff in my own spirituality now, but I really believed that there was a Jesus that was coming mm -hmm. from in the clouds mm -hmm. and I was waiting mm -hmm. <laughs> so so yeah so there you go so there thank you, you go so much thank you thank you mama thank you all those who joined us in person we love you happy Venus Day I showed earlier my beautiful rose quartz that is um here with us today just giving off beautiful Venus yeah. energy so I hope you received this offering from Monique and I, this conscious conversation from our hearts to yours. We love you. We appreciate you. Until we meet again. Yeah. Thank you all. All righty. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. I love you.